0: I think preschool can be so stressful for new homeschool parents because even if you have had this conviction to preschool, this is the first time you're really going against the system you're really bucking the system all of your friends all of the people at church everyone in your peer group is starting to send their kids off to preschool and you are keeping your kids at home and it can be tough it can be tough to buck the system for the first time and you feel the need to prove what you're doing Hi, I'm Pam Barnhill, and I have helped thousands of homeschoolers create doable systems, beat burnout, and bring more joy to their homeschool days. Welcome to episode 19 of the 10 Minutes to a Better Homeschool podcast. Okay, so I can remember those days quite clearly. We knew we were going to homeschool. We knew it was something we were going to do, and my oldest turned mm, three, which is too early, And I decided that it was time to start preschool. Probably would have been better served to wait. But here's the deal. This is what I know about being somebody who's homeschooling preschool and having all of these homeschoolers who have been there and done that give me advice. Yeah, sometimes you just have to figure things out on, their, on your own. And it's totally okay to figure things out on your own. I know it's going to happen. I'm going to give you the advice anyway. And, and just take from it what you will. And you'll learn as you go along. That's that's the wonderful thing about homeschooling is we're always learning. So anyway, I felt this need to start doing something in my preschool. And I bought a boxed curriculum, lots of little worksheets and pages, and it was totally overkill. My daughter didn't care anything for it. I ended up giving it to a friend whose older daughter really, really enjoyed it. And funny thing now about those two girls, even as they're teenagers, one's a senior and one's a junior in high school, is they still exhibit those same tendencies. My daughter still doesn't like worksheets. And this other young lady is very academic. So that's funny too, but that's a totally different point. Okay, so the question is, do I need a curriculum? to homeschool preschool? And the answer is no, you really don't need a curriculum to homeschool preschool. Very much of what you do with your child together, each day is honestly all of the preschool experience they need. You're gonna be talking about numbers, talking about colors, talking about what day of the week it is and what month it is and what season it is and how to tie your shoe and the fact that you should be brushing your teeth and turning off the light and being kind to the dog. All of that is preschool-appropriate Material And your child is going to learn their colors not by sitting down and matching up color cards, but instead by having conversations with you about the world around them and what colors they see. The thing I do think needs to be done in a preschool, so this is one of the basics for homeschooling preschool other than the things I've already mentioned. The thing that does need to be done is building these linguistically correct and sophisticated language patterns. That comes from Andrew Poudoi, at IEW, and you start doing this in preschool not by reading your four year old Shakespeare, but instead by reading them lots and lots of wonderful picture books. Picture books are very finely crafted, language-rich experiences for your preschooler, even the little rhyming ones that kind of have that sing-song pattern. And, you know, a well-done picture book is such a joy and a delight, not just to the three-year-old and four-year-old, but to the mom and dad as well. So, read those books, and yes, read them over and over again. (laughs) As much as we sometimes get a little tired of the same book over and over again, it's actually beneficial for your child to have those language patterns come at them again and again and again. So it's totally okay to read them again. Now, if you're taking your child to the library and they are drawn to these like character books that you don't want to read. And trust me, I totally get this. I declared that I would not read Barbie books in my house. If you wanted to read Barbie books, you had to learn to read and read them yourself. There are a couple things you can do. I mean, first of all, have an overwhelming selection of great quality books for preschoolers or Just do the library pickup if you want to. Now, I love taking my preschooler to the library and having them do library story time. So my tactic was always, I'm going to have a lot of great books. They can bring their one book to the thing and I'll read you know, Dora the Explorer. But then I'm going to read a lot of great picture books as well. So that was kind of how I handled it. So you choose the vast majority of the books. And there are some wonderful book lists out there. We have some on our site at pambarnhill.com. And then you can find some fabulous ones at Read Aloud Revival and also in Sarah McKenzie's book, The Read Aloud Family. So lots and lots of picture books and then nursery rhymes. Memorize these nursery rhymes. And when I say memorize, I'm not talking about sitting your child down and drill and kill and drill and kill, but simply say the nursery rhymes yourself and repeat the nursery rhymes and little poems over and over and over again, and your child is going to begin to pick them up and learn them and internalize those linguistically correct and sophisticated language patterns. Other than language patterns, the next thing that's a basic of homeschooling preschool is play. Lots and lots of imaginative play with your preschooler. So set up those costume areas. We had dress up in our house for years and it was always one of the favorite toys. So let your kids play dress up, play those imaginative games with them, get the stuffies out and tell stories with the stuffies and have the stuffies do all the things. So much fun there. Playing outside in large, gross, motor body movements. The fine motor movements that come later are based on gross motor body movements. And, you know, skills like writing start with strengthening the core of your body. So get the kids moving, climbing, running, playing outside. That is all a huge part of any preschool program. And then getting outside to appreciate and observe nature. Nature walks, very informal nature walks, observing the world around you, studying nature in that you simply pick up a colored leaf off the ground and talk about it. You don't even have to talk about the science of why leaves change color, but just the fact that they do so in the fall they stop making food, they fall off the trees, the trees go dormant, the green leaves will be back next spring. Those are the kinds of conversations to have with your preschooler. And then preschoolers are much more about me and my world around me than they are the history of the world. History is a big concept at this point, and so you're not really concerned about history, but like what's going on around me? Preschool is a wonderful time to take the field trips to the police station and the fire station and the airport. In the grocery store and the post office. We did all of those things. And it's a really fun time to get your preschooler out and get them just interacting with their own little world because the fireman they see on the fire truck is their entire world right now. And history can wait until late. Okay, so what does your day look like when you are doing preschool in your homeschool? And what it looks like is maybe one maybe two 20 to 30 minute sessions of school each day. And honestly, I mean, I I could even say maybe three because you're probably gonna read aloud, sing some songs and um, have some giggly snuggles at bedtime, which includes a lot of that reading aloud that I talked about that was really appropriate towards preschool. But if you want to lay out a snack in the morning and do uh, read a couple of books or two And, you know, maybe talk about a piece of art that you see or listen to a wonderful piece of music. And then again, do that right before or after nap time. You know, short sessions are better than long sessions. What you probably don't want to do is say, okay, from 10 to 1, we're going to do preschool today because that's probably going to be way too long. Keep the lessons lessons. I use that term very loosely keep the lessons short. Keep building their attention span by stopping before they're bored. That's one of the great ways to build the habit of attention is to keep the lessons super short. And sometimes that's two to three minutes long. Sometimes those conversations are only two to three minutes long. So keep everything super short. And then other than that, just live your life. Have the preschooler play, play, play inside, outside as much as possible. And then Then also have the preschooler help with the chores, unload the dishwasher, sort the silverware into the silverware tray, pick up all the laundry from the floor, count them as you throw them into the laundry basket, sort the laundry into the washing machine. All of these skills are wonderful preschool skills, and you do them just by living your life every day, not by setting aside two or three hours to do preschool. Now, if you are interested in some help in choosing the right poems, choosing the great picture books, and having more fun play ideas for you and your preschooler, we've just launched our new Little Explorers program. It really helps hold your hand and mentor you through this sometimes a little bit scary act of beginning to homeschool your preschooler. And if you have a preschooler and some older kids, it's just a delightful way to add a little bit of preschool activities to your day for your littlest one without you having to come up with everything. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes for this episode of the podcast. You can find that at pambarnhill.com slash TMBH19. I invite you to come check it out. I'll be back again next week with another great homeschooling interview this time. Until then, keep on homeschooling.